0: This is the kitzur of the second Sicha of Parshish Shemois in Chelek Tazayin on page 13. The Rebbe begins with the Pasig Vatosem Basuf al Sfasa Ye'er. Moshe Rabbeinu was placed on Sfasa Ye'er when he was a baby in the basket. Zokte Targum al Cheif Nara. He was placed on the riverbank, which means that Yecheveh did not place Moshe Rabbeinu inside the river, rather at the riverbank. On the other hand, if you look in the continuation of the story, so it says that when the daughter of Padre took him out of the water and she named him, what is the name she gave him? She said, I took him out of the water, meaning that he was in the water. So the Rogachover explains what happened was, in the beginning have placed him on the riverbank, But the water, because this was the Avedizadah of the Mitzrayim, you're not allowed to save yourself with a place of, of Avedizadah. But then, when the daughter of Pari went, went down to wash herself, and the Gemara tells us, she that she was washing herself so off of Avedizadah, so therefore she annulled Avedizadah of the Nilos, and therefore, at that point, the basket with Mesh Rabbeinu in it flowed into the water. There's another Madrish that tells us about Mesh Rabbeinu being placed in the water. So the astrologers should think, that Meishah was already in the water and they shouldn't continue searching for him. And the reason is because they saw with their astrology that that he's going to be punished with water. So therefore, as soon as Meishah was placed in the basket in the water, the decree of Kalabena that all boys born should be thrown in the Nile River was annulled. So we see over here that Meishah Rabbeinu going into the water in this basket, Accomplished two things. Number one, this was in connection with the fact that Avideh of the Nilus was annulled at that point. And also, this caused to annul the decree on the Yidin of Kolabena Yilad Ayodit Hashlichu. So Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that causes these two. So the point here is that this Gzayda of Kolabena de Ayodit Hashlichu, the Torah tells us specifically that Pada's Gzayda was not just to kill the baby boys, but how this Gzayda should be done. That they should be thrown into the Nilos. It's because, really, Beruchnius, what this refers to is, that wants the Eden, should be thrown into, they should be immersed into the Nilus, which is the avedizara of Mitzrayim. The Mitzrayim served the Nilus as their avedizara because that was the source of all their food that they had. There was no rain in Mitzrayim. What irrigated all the fields? The water of the Nilus. The tide rose, and the water flowed over, and that irrigated the fields. So, therefore, they worshiped nature. On the other hand, when you are in a place where there is rain, so the rain that comes from heaven is something that people rely on. The Eibushde and they realize that it's not in their own hands. And that was the B'desode that Pare wanted Yidden should be thrown under the powers of nature. This could only happen after you didn't come down to Mitzrayim when they're in Eretz Yisrael and there they have rain constantly that comes only from Shemayim so there you didn't know and they actually can see in Eretz Yisrael. You can clearly see the Ashgach in Eretz Yisrael. On the other hand only after you come down to Mitzrayim so here you can start thinking to yourself that it's me, it's my work and what, what, it's, it's nature as a And even more so, while the Yaakov and the family that was coming from Eretz Yisrael was still alive, it wasn't possible for them to actually sink into the nature of Mitzrayim, to think that nature itself has any power. Because they saw, they saw themselves what there was in Eretz Yisrael, the revelation of godliness there. However, the next generation, after all those that came from Eretz Yisrael passed away, so then it's possible for them to start seeing nature just for itself without attributing it to the Eivishtis power. As we know the title of the word Ness, when a Ness occurs, it elevates. It elevates nature itself, meaning that it reveals what's the truth of nature. But if you separate Ness, and if you just look at nature itself, then you may think that nature has its own power. That's what Pari was trying to accomplish here with the Gullus of the Eden the Mitzrayim. Moshe Rabbeinu, being the faithful shepherd, the Raya Mehemneh, is the one that awakens by the Yid and the Amuna that they should realize that everything comes from the Abishta. And although every Yid is from the Maminim, Bnei Maminim, but nevertheless, that Amuna can remain Makif; doesn't necessarily affect your behavior. Whereas Moshe Rabbeinu awakens and draws this Amuna out, that it should be revealed and it should actually affect your entire behavior. That's the accomplishment of Moshe Rabbeinu Raya and we actually see this even before Moshe Rabbeinu came to take Yidnara Mitzrayim when he was the shepherd of Tsain Yisraeli. The Torah additionally tells us that Yisrai was the Kayyem Midyan and Yisrai served all of Edezarah Sheba Elam. Why is that detail necessary? Because the point over here is that when Moshe Rabbeinu was the shepherd of Tsain Yisraeli and this Tsain Yisraeli had holy sparks of kedusha in it and those holy sparks were stuck by Yisraeli by a place of Edezarah. And Moshe Rabbeinu was able to elevate it from a place of a so too, Moshe Rabbeinu has the koyach and empowers all the yidin to be redeemed of the golos of Pare that's trying to thrust upon them the powers of nature, that they should forget about the eibesher that orchestrates everything. That's the koyach of the ra'i mehemna, to take yidin out of the spiritual golos of Mitzrayim. So this is the connection of the two things that were accomplished right by Moshe Rabbeinu's birth that he was placed into the nilos, that this annulled of Mitzrayim, and this annulled the decree of kolabena Yila ayoyer tashlichul, because this is one and the same thing, that of Mitzrayim is to serve nature, and this is what Moshe, what Pare wanted to do to the Yidin, that they should go into the nilos, they should be thrown and be under the laws of nature, and Moshe Rabbeinu, his birth, brings about the koyach for to fight this, to be able to be mevatol, this gzere. Now this is relevant every single day, Every single day we have to experience So on the schedule of a yid You wake up in the morning You go to daven in Aknesis, And then from Beis Aknesis You go to Beis Medrash to learn Torah And then from there you go out into the world So the first stage is the davening Which is similar to when the yidin were first in Ar-Tisral, And there they can see godliness openly and So that's the davening of a yid When a yid davens with the proper preparation With the proper esbeninos so, and so on, and it comes to Shema Yisrael. The meaning of Shema is that you're able to see godliness. That's the, the, the connection that a Yid has in the avenue. And then a Shema when you stand in front of Hashem and you say, This is the absolute bitl. Then from there you go to Besamedrish, which is a noun one level, because in the experience of Limudat Teireh, it's bringing the chachm of the Eveshtah into your Mitzvahs. Here a person is using his own Seichel, his Avonavah to think, understand the words of Teireh. So over here, this is a Yerideh, in contrast to the tremendous level of ri'iyah and Bittul that you have during Davening. However, this is not a Yerideh where you're disconnecting completely from the Davening. On the contrary, you take the power from the Davening, and that influences your learning. That you should learn and be mechavan Shal Tayra to be able to learn properly the the Tayra. And this is similar to the Yerida of Yaakov and his family to Mitzrayim. That even after they leave that place of Riya in Eretz Yisrael, but nevertheless they still have that influence of the koyakh of what they saw in Eretz Yisrael in Mitzrayim. Then you come down to the Yerida, where you go to hanig minig derecheres, where there a person is going out into a place where at least externally all a person sees is nature. And here there's a danger that a person can tear away completely from the influence of the davening that he had before. And now you need the Kayach of Moshe Rabbeinu to awaken the Amunah by yid or the Ayyemunah to feed and satiate the Amunah is that Ayyid should continue seeing Lakos and everything that he does. So this is the important lesson we take from this Indian here, that on one hand the yid has to know that the place where he is connected to the is in the time of learning, or even more so in the time of davening, when he can see godliness and, and express his complete bittle to the e-bishter. And while pisul he has to leave that situation and then go out into the world. ben der However. It shouldn't be something that a person should feel comfortable with. This is anus diber. You tear yourself away to fulfill Ratsan Hashem. But the natural place of a yid is to be in a place where you could be with, together with Dei In a level of riyah. On the other hand, though, when a person does have to go away and enter into the world, into a place of nature, in a place where he doesn't see godliness, and maybe even doesn't recognize godliness there, but nevertheless, he should not be afraid, because he has the Kaykh of Moshe Rabbeinu in him, that brings out the Amunah by him. And he could free himself, and liberate himself, and elevate himself of the personal gallus of just seeing concealment and darkness in the world, and begin seeing the eyes of Hashem and the Ashkachapratz that the Eibushta has, and everything that he does in his in even his business. From this gula, where he redeems himself personally in his own life, we come to the gula klolis through Mashiach Tzidkenu, Shielichenu, Arzenu, and Gdusha of mamish.